Okay, so continuing on the bottom of 31b, Lamed Aleph on Beis, we learned in the previous Mishnah that Niktam Reshe, if its top of the Lulav was broken off, it is possible, it is no longer valid Lulav to be used for the Abramina. Amar Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, Leishanu El Niktam. This is only true when the top is actually broken off. Aval Nistak, but if it's only split and not broken, Kasher, it is still valid. Vinistak Kasher, the Gemara asks, and is it true that if it's split on the top open, Right, the, the sides of the little are split open, right? So it's very, very wide, like a fan almost. But it's not actually broken on the top. Is that true that it's kosher? By Tanya, we learned in a baisa. of kafuf, if you have a lulav that is bent over. Kavot, so lulav that is thorny. Saduk, if it is split. Akum daimalamagal, if it is curved like a magal, like a sickle. Pasal, it is no longer valid lulav. Kharos, if it is hardened like wood. Pasal, it is invalid. Daimalacharas kasher. If it's starting to become charas, to become hardened, but it's not quite finished yet, then it's still kosher. Now, this b'risa says that if the lulav is split, if it's saduk, if it's split, it's no longer kosher. How could Ravuna say that a split lulav is kosher? And only if it's broken, it's not kosher. Amra papa da'avat kehimnik. When it says that it's split, it doesn't mean that it's split more than it originally started off. In other words, the way that it grew, it grew split. And even if it's if it's but if it is split to the extent that it is the appearance of a hemnik, which is um, like the, a fork, right? A completely split totally all the way down, then indeed it is possible. If it is curved like a sickle, Amarava Rava explains, that's only true. That's not kosher if it's bent towards its front. But if it's bent towards its back, it is the way in which it is typically formed that it, it actually is bent towards its back. Amr of Nachman, of Nachman says, of dummy. If it's bent towards its sides, then it is similar to being bent towards its front. And other people say, of dummy, it is similar to being bent towards its back. And Rava says, You have a lulav who only has leaves on one side of the middle branch. Balmum, who it is a blemished lulavu puzzle, it's no longer valid. The Gemara continues to analyze the next part of the Mishnah. Nipritsu alavachulu, if its leaves are broken off. Amr of Papa, nipritsu da'avet ki chofya. What does this mean? This means that it was nipritsu and then it turned into like a broom. What does this mean? It means that the leaves were taken off of the, of the central part of the lulavu and then later on it was tied back together. Nifridu, however, if it was just spread apart but not actually separated, the ifror ifrude means that they are parted from each other, but they were still actually attached to the lulav's roots. Boy Rav Papa. Rav Papa asks a question. Let's say the tiyemis. The tiyemis are the very central leaf, which is these two leaves that are joined together, and it ends up becoming split, and it reaches all the way down to the place in which the lower leaves are able to reach. Ma'hu, what's the halacha? Tashma, come and hear proof. Amr Rav Yechon, Amr Rav Yechon, Amr Rav Yechon, says, Amr Rav Yechon, Nitla tiyemis, if the tiyemis was removed, puzzle, it is invalid. My love, is it not who I did nechlika that it would be the same Allah if it was just split and not actually removed? Gemara says, Loi, indeed not. Nitla shani, if it's actually removed, the halacha is different. The halacha is completely lacking the tiyamis. The tiyamis is not there at all. Ekadami, another version says, Amr Aviyechen, Amr Aviyechen, Amr Aviyechen says, Amr Aviyechen, Amr Aviyechen, if the tiyamis is completely split, Nasekimisha nitla tiyamis upasal. It is as if. The Yemis has been completely removed and the Lulav is no longer kosher. Behuda, Emer Behuda says, Tanya, we learned in our Baisa. Behuda, Emer, Mishim Reb Tarfin, Behuda says, Name Reb Tarfin. Kapais, tomorrow, the branches of palm trees. Kapais. Kapais implies that it should be tied up. 
Im but if they were separated, then they should be tied up um, manually. says How do you know that when it says the branches of the palm tree, it's referring to the lulava, when it is still the green parts of the lulav? Maybe it's referring to the palm that's already a couple of years old, and the branches have become hard like other tree branches, and maybe over there that's okay. Gemara says, kafes. It has to be something that is able to be tied up, a leka, and this cannot. Maybe it means the, the stalk itself. Kafes, when it says kafes, to be tied up, it must be referring to something which could have been separated. And this is something which is um, tied up forever. Maybe it's referring to the kufra which is a date palm branch that has not become fully hardened. It's not quite as thick as the harusa and still able to be tied together. It says in Mishle and Proverbs, the ways of the, the, of the Torah, referring to the Torah, it says its ways are ways of pleasantness and all of its paths are peace. And therefore, it doesn't make sense that the Torah would obligate you to use this type of, of lulav that is unpleasant. Maybe it really means to, referring to two palm branches. Kapas, it is written kapas without a vav. Maybe it really means only one. That would be called only a kaf, not kapais. Kapais implies, the fact that we use the word kapais and not kaf, implies that we want to recognize the idea of kapais to be tied together. It says that the tzine harabarzal, these special, um, these special palms of the harabarzal of the Iron Mountain, are kosher. Amra Abaya says, "Leishanu ela sharoisha shalze magiel etzad ikre shalze." This is only true when the head of one leaf reaches the bottom of the next leaf. Avalin roisha shalze magiel etzad ikre shalze. But if the head of one does not reach the base of the next puzzle, it is invalid. Tanya Namiyachi will learn in a base like this as well. Tzine harabarzal psula, the the thorn, the palms of the Iron Mountain are apostle. But we said that they're kosher. Rather, we must say like a baya. That this is only true when the head of one does not reach the next one. If the head of one does reach the next one, then indeed it is kosher. Indeed, we see from here. Turning the page now to 32b. Some people ask this as a contradiction between the Brisa and the Mishnah. Not as a question, but they straight up ask it as a contradiction. Tinan, we learned in the Mishnah. Tzine harabarzal kosher. The tzine harabarzal, these date palms of the Iron Mountain are kosher. But the Brisa says there's a puzzle. Amr Abaya says, Le kasha, this is not a question. One time we're talking about where the leaf of the bottom one reaches the base of the top one up above it. And the other time we're talking about where the leaf of the bottom one does not reach the base of the leaf above it. There are two palm trees in the valley of Ben Hinaim. And there's smoke coming up from in between the two. And this is that which we have taught. The day palms of Arabazal, the Iron Mountain, are kosher. And, uh, you know, by the by, this is actually the entrance to hell. It says that a lulav that is three tvachim in length is kosher. Amra Vyuda Mashmuvi, this is the name of Shmuel. Shir Hadas Varava Shlesha Varba. The measurement of a hadas and an arava, the myrtle and the willow, are three tvachim, and the lulav has to be four. 
So that the lul should be extend one tefach beyond the hadas. Rabbi Parnach Amar Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Parnach says the name of Rabbi Yechanan. Shidrei Shalulav, the stem of the lulav, Tzarach Shiyatza Min Hadas Tefach, needs to be a tefach beyond the hadas. Just the shidrei and not just the, the, the actual leaves, but the shidrei, the spine. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Lulav Shiyesh Bay Gimel Tefachim, a lulav that is three tefachim in length. If it's long enough to wave, then indeed it is a valid lulav. Ema, maybe say instead, Maybe we say, and it has to be long enough to wave. Not just that it, two separate points, that and it has to be long enough to wave. The Shmuel will explain it according to his view, and Rav will explain it according to his view. Right? The question is, does it have to be that even the spine itself has to be one tefach beyond, or the entire lulav has to be one tefach beyond? Come in here, proof. The length of the myrtle and the willow has to be three. The length of the lulav has to be four. My love, is it not? Referring to including the leaves? The Gemara says, not true. Excluding the leaves. Gufa, come in here, proof. Come and analyze this more explicitly. The measurement of a hadas and an arava are three, and the measurement of a lulav is four. This is referring to a case when the Amma is five tafachs long. Amarava, Sharale Mare Lirab Tarfin. The Akadish Baruch should forgive Rab Tarfin. Hashta Avais Shleishale Meshkachinan, Baskamishamibai. We're not even able to find a hadas that's actually three tafachim long, perfectly covered. You want me to find one that's five tafachim long? It doesn't make any sense. Kiyas Ravdimi Amar, Ravdimi came, he said, Amma Bas Shisha Tafachim. Asa. An ama that typically has six tefachim, isa bas chamisha, make it into a five tefach ama. So instead of saying this is an ama which is a, um, a, a six tefach ama, it should be a five tefach ama, and each tefach will be a little bit bigger. Same ehen shleish hadas. Take three tefachim for the hadas, and the remainder is for the lulav. The lulav should be five tefachim tall. Kama havileu, how much is it total? So each of these tefachim are supposed to be one and one-fifths of a regular tefach size. Kasha de Shmuel de Shmuel is a question from Shmuel de Shmuel. Hacha Amar Rev Why? Because Hacha Amar Rev Yehuda Amar Shmuel Shi Hadas Varava Shleisha. Over here he says that the measurement of an Hadas and a Rava are three. Also Amar Rev Unamar Shmuel Allah Chakir Tarfin. And over there he says Allah Chakir Tarfin. Leidak. You have to say he's not being so precise. When he said three, he really meant three and three fifths. Problem is, as we learned earlier in Sukkah. When do we say that you can be somewhat imprecise about measurements that you're saying? And although he really meant three and three-fifths, he just said three. When do we say you can be imprecise? When it's the Chumrah, when it will end up resulting in astringency. Well, you shouldn't say that you're not being precise when it ends up being a leniency. He's saying that the minimum measurement is three. Well, in truth, the minimum measurement is three and three-fifths. So he's not being precise, and he's not being precise in a way that would result in a leniency. That's atypical. He also Ravan when Ravan comes, Amar he says, Ama Bas Ama Bas Chamisha Tvachim also is a shisha. Take a five tefach ama and turn it into six tvachim, making each tefach a little bit smaller. Same in Shleshla Das. So three of these tvachim should be for the Adas for Shadow and the remainder should be for Lulav. Kama Havilu, how much is this in typical circumstances of Tvachim? What would that be? Treyopaga, it's two and a half tefachs. Each tefach, I'm sorry, each tefach is um, five sixths of a regular tefach. So you say at the end of the day, kasha the shmuel the shmuel. 
contradict each other. One place Shmuel says it's a three tefach, one time he says it's two and a half tefach. Lloyd Duck, you have to say he was not being so careful. And that's why he's being stringent, because he said three, and really it was only two and a half, and he said three anyways. That Allah is like a tarfin, that even two and a half tvachim is sufficient. Starting the next Mishnah. Hadas hagazel vahayavish. You have a hadas, which is either stolen, a, the, the myrtle is either stolen or dry. Pasal, it is invalid. If it was worshipped or if it is part of a city, which the entire city has to be destroyed, pasal, it is invalid. Nektam reishay, if the tip was broken off. Nifetsu alav, if its leaves were detached. Or if the berries were more numerous than its leaves. Pasal, it's invalid. The im miyatan, but if you reduce them, kasher, it is valid. The ain mimaatin biyamtif. However, you're not allowed to do this on yamtif. Tomorrow we'll discuss why. Tan rabbanu we learned in rabaisa. Anaf eats avis. You have a branch of a of eats avis of a braided tree. Shanaf of chayfines eatsay. The kind of tree whose branches are able to completely cover its wood. The veizahu. And which one is this? Haviyim is adas. You have to say this is the adas. But perhaps say it's really the olive. The inan avis. We have to, we require that it has to be braided, which will end up being thicker. But leka and the olive tree doesn't have this. The dolva. Maybe it's really the dolva tree. The dolva tree. The leaves grow in the in the shape of a braid. You also need that the branches cover its trunk. But leka and the dolva tree doesn't have this. That the branches cover its trunk. The imaherdeif. Perhaps maybe it's the herdeif. The herdeif is a, a tree that has um, a plant that has very bitter. Um, uh, the leaves, maybe a poison ivy or something like that. I'm Rabbiya. Once again, the Torah's ways are supposed to be pleasant and peaceful, and this is not going to satisfy that. Rava Marava says, Learn now from here instead. It says in Zachariah that you shall love truth and peace. Then this is not something that creates that, engenders that kind of feeling. You have a plant whose leaves are shaped like a, like a braid. And it ends up looking like a chain. This is the myrtle. If you look at the myrtle, you see it has these beautiful links in the chain as you look around that each hadas leaf touches the next one. It has to be the branch of a tree. It means a tree that the wood and the fruit taste similar. They say, This is the hadas. Tana, we learned in Abraisa. Eitz avos kasher, a tree that's been braided is valid. V'she'ena avos pasul, but if it has not been braided, it is pasul. Echitami avos. What's the definition of braided when you talk about a tree? Amr of Yehuda, Yehuda kaimi talasa talasa tarfi bekina. That's talking about when you have three leaves growing out of one specific stem, and the same place of the stem where one leaf goes from, all the other three leaves come from as well in total. Avkana, Amr of Kahana says. Even if they only have two and then one. In other words, two leaves coming out of one place and then one coming out of the next. Here we go around to make sure to find that asim they have two or one coming out of the next place. My father would call this a shaita, a adas that's not typical, not the way it's supposed to be. If most of the hadasim olives, most of the hadas's um, leaves fall off, so that instead of having three in each corner, each uh, you know um, place in the stem where one comes out, the other three, other two come out, it's only one. But some of them are remaining behind. Kasher, it is kosher. As long as the braid is still remaining, that you see that the three leaves are coming out of one place. One second, you just said the opposite. 
Amrit Kasha. You said most of the sleeves fell off and it's still kosher. And then you said it right afterwards, but the braid still has to remain. Well, which can is it? Given the natural tray, if two of them have fallen off, how could you say that this is still a braided uh, branch? You can find this You find this in the Asa Mitzrah, which is the Hadas that comes from Mitzrayim. Then indeed you have the situation. How is this possible? There's actually seven Myrtle brand, seven myrtle leaves coming out of each specific place where the leaves come out. That even when four have been removed and are no longer there, there's still three left behind, and that's how you can have a case of where you still have you, most of its leaves have fallen off, and yet still it could be kosher because you're still remaining behind with three leaves. And that's how you can have a case where both of them are happening at the same time. Take care, everyone. Be well. Have a good night.